Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. 
He takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. That's right. We're back once again to the Almost Famous Podcast. Um, Ashley and I have spoken all week about a plethora of topics, uh, mostly relating around uh, other people's dating lives. (laughs) Um, We've talked about Listen to Your Heart. And Ashley and I are here again, another week of self-isolation, uh, both remote, so please give us a little grace there uh, in our own homes um, to talk about everything going on in Bachelor Nation and also just to share with you uh, some common feelings and emotions that everybody's experiencing during isolation. What's up, Ash? Hey, not much. Uh, sitting here talking to you, Ben. <laughs> it's a while. <wild laughs> Do you know that I've always been the most awkward responding to the question, what's up? I, is anybody really good at responding to that question? Because every time I'm like, ah, you know, just here talking to you. Yeah. Okay. So here, let me try this then. Because okay. I was encouraged this week. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have felt a, a little disconnected from people. That's my own personal thing. And somebody encouraged me to stop asking the question, hey, how are you doing or what's up? And I was like, well, what's the alternative? Like, and they said, start asking a question that enters into their life. And so, for example, if you walk up to a clerk at the grocery store, instead of saying, hey, how you doing? Say, hey, tell me why you walked through these doors and applied for this job. And like, <laughs> that's intimidating. <laughs> is it? So I'm going to ask yes. you this, Ashley. We're, we're going to start at the beginning again. And I'm going to say this, Ashley. Why did you say yes to being a co-host of mine? And also, I guess we we decided at the same time. So why did you say yes to doing the Almost Famous podcast three years ago? Well, um, executive producer Amy Sugarman was a friend of mine for like at least a year and a half leading up to her asking me that question. And what was really crazy is that she started really mulling the idea over when she invited me to lunch with David Spade at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Holy it was cow. the three of us. And I was like, yeah, I think this lady would be great to work with. And Ben is just like the master smooth man of the franchise. He's like probably the most respected character there is. So of course I'd love to do anything with him. It's wild, Ash. I mean, how long? I think we're going on our, what, third year anniversary? It's third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've completed three years as of May. Uh, we got to get a count. Uh, Producer Tori is on uh, the line right now. Tori, as we're on the podcast, can you get a rough estimate of how many listens we've had in, in the three years, like in total, if you combine them all? Um, I would just love to celebrate this uh, with the Almost Famous family. It feels like a good time to be celebrating. Didn't we have six or seven million when we celebrated the second anniversary? So I would I would tack like maybe three or four million more onto that. That's pretty insane. 
Maybe yeah, that'd be insane. Uh, but I bet Tori will come back to us with a few like numbers. I want to see if we're shocked or not because obviously due to isolation, like our numbers are up. Um, you know what? Our, what's not up though, Ashley, and I think you and I both need it right now, especially me. Um, I would I want to hear reviews and see reviews on iTunes. So if you can and you're listening and you enjoy the podcast, uh, you know what? We're all in a weird place right now, I think. And we're all, I mean, maybe maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I just think I'm feeling really disconnected and kind of like somewhat uh, more emotional than ever. I, I think Ashley and I would really enjoy and appreciate if you love the podcast or if you hate it, uh, I guess, go on and review and comment on uh, on the podcast on iTunes, wherever you listen to it. It would mean a lot to me, at least. And Ashley, I don't know if it'd mean a lot to you. Oh, yeah. I love, I love to find out what the fans are thinking. And I'm thinking, what if we did something where we did like a live podcast on Zoom and then people could watch and then we could connect to them on a live feed throughout it? Wouldn't that be interesting? So that way we can get yeah. questions from them live based on whatever we were talking about in the moment. That would be really awesome, Ash. That's a great idea. Um, Thanks. Let's do it. So if that's, let's just say if that's a good idea, how about you comment on the uh, podcast on iTunes, uh, rate us, it, we would appreciate it. But then also, yeah, we'd love the Zoom with you. Uh, we just did that the other night with Cameo. You and I were in the that's same team. That's what I was going to say. So if we did it with Cameo and they figured it out or we could get like, I think they said they had over a thousand viewers in that. We should be able to do it for the podcast. That'd be really awesome. I think it'd be so fun uh, to be live, just chatting, talking. I mean, I'm going to have a mustache, uh, Ashley. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I do have one right now. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's some big news in Bachelor Nation. Ashley and I participated in a cameo trivia night. Ashley, Jared, and I took on uh, Jason, John Paul Jones, uh, Peter Weber, Kelly, and... Uh, and Dustin. And Dustin. And uh, Ashley, Jared, and I just smacked them i mean yeah. just destroyed them if you're wondering why their team had so many more players it's because we just didn't need any more support no <laughs> we spanked them we did it was it was ugly but hey it was a lot of fun uh ashley uh, let's take a break here we have a big show coming up we have jamie from listen to your heart uh mm -hmm. we also have uh kindle coming on to talk about her most recent updates in life i think uh listeners are going to be really excited here if she's dating again if uh, yeah you know the last time i heard she said that her sister was her soulmate and she felt like anyone that her her future will always revolve around her sister first and foremost i, I which and I actually I, get. You get it? Like, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, you're an only child, so you don't get it. But like when my sister's gone, I miss her a lot. And I, when I'm talking to Lauren, it's different than when I'm talking to Jared. Lauren gets me without me having to explain myself or my feelings very much. It's just something that like this, this really weird sibling connection that you have. Now, Jared understands me. But I have to explain myself more than I am with Lauren. Wow, I've never thought about this. I yeah. initially, I'll be honest, when I when you just said that comment, I was like, "Oh, that's a little weird, right?" And then I can't relate, so I can't comment. And you're saying you get it. You know what? I have to think. I think I I feel the same way. I feel like my sister is my soulmate, and Jared's like my partner. So interesting. Well, I don't even think that he'd be annoyed by me saying that. He would probably yeah. get it, huh? I think he gets that. So interesting. I've never <laughs> thought about it, but obviously I, I could never think about it. It's not something I've ever felt. 
Yeah, that's sad. I mean, that's a whole other thing we'll talk about when we do an in-depth Ben Higgins podcast. Oh, there's a lot down here, actually. I'm actually, uh, <laughs> I'm actually, I don't know. I'll say it because I always want to do this, but I'm back in therapy. I've been in therapy for the last like two months and it's been yeah. a really healthy thing for me. Uh, but I've never shied away from the fact that I've gone to therapy in my life to talk through stuff. Oh, yeah, I think that's very important to be open about because therefore it encourages other people to go to therapy because they're like, oh, man, I'm not alone. Even Ben is open about going to therapy. Yeah. And then maybe I mean, that's why I said it is because like I don't I feel more prepared than ever to do uh, an in-depth at some point because everything's out there at this point. I'm about as open as can be. Uh, hey, Ash, we do have to get to bachelor turning topics. So let's take a break. We'll come back and catch everybody up on what's going on in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. 
You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, We all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. So we're back with Bachelor Trending Topics. Ashley, uh, I'm just going to say the headline uh, can do you feel comfortable explaining? Of course. Okay, here we go. Fans found evidence Chris Souls and Victoria Fuller are staying together based on couch p- pillows. <laughs> you were gonna say couch potatoes? Yeah, I was. <laughs> what a headline. Uh, yeah. So this is really interesting. There, she was um doing a Instagram live with a couple of the girls from her season, and. People saw the couch and the pillows looked exactly like the couch and the pillows looked in a recent Instagram post from Chris Souls in Holy which he said, ooh, feels so good to be home. And then um, so that was like Sleuther's first clue. But then Reality Steve came out and said that they were like officially like you there was like confirmation somehow that they were together. So speculation is that one of the girls that was on the phone call with Victoria tipped off uh, reality Steve to like really nail the head in the coffin there. That is one of the, the wildest things I've ever heard. Like how crazy that couch pillows. Now, hey, kudos to you. I'm not calling you crazy, but crazy good investigation. Like that is Ashley Iconetti style investigation. 
Oh, that is like don't fuck with cat style investigation. <laughs> Did you watch that? I haven't. I am a little scared oh to watch it. No, no, no. It's so good. You have to watch it. That's the kind of thing. They like took one piece of furniture in the room and they would figure out what country that furniture was made in and where oh it's sold. Gosh. And it, they figured out so much just based on furniture in a room. So props to you bachelor sleuthers out there for that, the tea this week. That is so crazy. Uh, good for them. Well, that is the headline. The next headline that we're reading is Bachelor in Paradise. Jenna Cooper feels vindicated after being cleared in Jordan Kimball scandal. Yeah. So remember last week or last year mm-hmm. when the whole Jen, Jenna has a sugar daddy controversy came out. And then quickly after that came out and there was a whole bunch of screenshots that were again posted on reality, reality Steve site, um, Jordan dumped her. And it was just so splashy because I'm pretty sure that those screenshots were revealed the same day as like their engagement aired or something like that, or that they had a live show to tape together. So basically all of Bachelor Nation felt that Jenna was this cheater, a girl who was reliant on a sugar daddy, you know, just not loyal to Jordan. And then we joked kind of on this podcast about the fact that she had hired lawyers and forensic investigators to go through her computer and her phone. Um, And while the results came back and the investigators, I guess, have gone through like all like the backlog, whatever, whatever evidence you can get through like if a text message was actually sent versus like whether a screenshot was manipulated to make it look like texts were sent. And she's an innocent woman. So they found that no texts were exchanged between Jenna and anyone sketchy. What does this mean for Jordan Kimball then? Well, Jordan, Jenna says in her interview with reality, Steve, in which he apologizes for basically ruining her life that she thinks that Jordan possibly could have been in on creating the controversy because he said something along the lines of publicly, I can't defend you, but privately I could be a little bit more on your side. Uh, I mean, do you think, do you think that he, he manipulated? I'm I'm starting to think that possibly he was in on it all. Well, now I'm just so confused. Publicity. Well, yeah, I remember back in the day, you and I both kind of jumped to, oh, this is for publicity. I mean, maybe I did. I'm going to say I jumped to this is for publicity. That was my response. Because it's not unheard of in the Bachelor world to be in the public for a headline. Like, that isn't Mm -hmm. uncommon. So it it wouldn't have been an outrageous thought. And now I'm going, uh, this gets really confusing. So if if Jenna is completely clear... Um, and just completely, at, you know, above reproach here, then somebody is to blame, right? I mean, am, am I, there has to be somebody that manipulated the text and there's somebody um, that led us to a false narrative. And I, I mean, I don't know if it's Jordan or whoever it would be, but this is the, the, the part that is, is sad is like, this is a big deal for Jenna. It's a year of her life now that she sent, spent trying to prove herself innocent and it's had to have, like, drained on her. She has to be tired. Oh, yeah. Um, she feels really liberated right now that the truth is out there. And, you know, maybe it all happens for a reason because now she's been with a boyfriend for the past year and a half and she's pregnant with her first child. 
but it, you do, it does make you think who would be out to get her so much that they would create these these public rumors and it would lead to the dissolving the you know demise of a engagement i have zero idea and i wonder if she has any clues i wonder if we can get her on the podcast at some point yeah we definitely have to yeah that'd be good i'd like to to find out because if not we're just speculating but hey uh good for jenna and i'm glad the truth is out there we've said it before the truth is the truth is the truth so uh next headline is caitlin bristow sends love to ex-fiance sean booth after his dog tucker dies important caveat here is that my buddy uh, your friend uh, a Bachelor Nation favorite, Sean Booth, uh, did lose his his dog, Tucker, who I spent many a nights talking about during our time on The Bachelorette. Uh, Ashley, uh, tell us about this. Mm, there's not much to say other than the fact that we're all very sad about Tucker Doodle dying. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I had a, oh, quite a sob fest. I felt like I knew that dog, you know, through Instagram. I never met him. Have you, had you ever met him? Uh, I have never met Tucker, uh, but I, I'm not kidding, Ashley. During The Bachelorette, Sean and I would share a room, and he would lay in his bed, and he would tell me about Tucker. And one of the first texts I sent him after I found out him and Caitlin were engaged, and I congratulated him, was, how happy was Tucker? I, I, I remember this, when he saw you again. Like, the, it, it, Sean talked to like about Tucker like it was his, his brother, his friend, like a human mm-hmm. being. Yeah, I know. And then I remember, you know, when Caitlin and Sean were good, her talking about Tucker and her just being so enamored with the dog's soul. And she said, you know, I think this is like when he, the dog was eight, passed away at 11. And she was like, I know he's eight and I know he has a couple good years in him, but like I still will start to cry today just thinking about that dog passing away. He was a special, <sighs> a special uh, creation. And uh, it's 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 sad, Ashley. That, that hit actually. My mom, who um, is not up on a lot of the Bachelor news all the time, she came downstairs and said, "Hey, uh, Ben, I uh, yeah, Sean Boo's dog has passed." Yeah, and like my sister she, told me the same same. She way. was crushed. Like it feels like Sean not only did a great job highlighting that dog, but that dog just was an incred like an incredible character and always was bringing entertainment to Sean's life. So our yeah. thoughts are with Sean, um, especially during this time. And uh, hey, Tucker, you're awesome. I I was gonna say you had a dog when you were younger mm-hmm. and you haven't been able to have a dog ever since because your connection with that dog and my Lucy passed away four years ago and I think everybody has like that one dog in their life like you love all your dogs but I think there's like you know there's one that will just always be like your best friend um and I it was a week ago that it was the four-year anniversary of Lucy and I just like cried all day long it's just so crazy so you know I know exactly what he's going through right now but I want to talk Mm. about your dog just because like you you don't really even bring up dogs very much because you say that you were so scarred by the the passing of that dog yeah I mean Zoe uh she's a black lab um like it it's true it's weird I think as my grandma uh, maybe got me this gift where it's a black lab and it has Zoe's collar on the black lab Mm -hmm. like stuffed doll which is a little weird, I think. But but like, <laughs> let's if we can forget that it's weird. Uh, I found it in my closet about a year ago in my parents' house, and uh, I started crying again. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is, and maybe only children could write in and like tell me if I'm crazy or not. But maybe it's just an everybody thing. But because I was an only child, and because yeah, Zoe came into my life, say. she was like a sibling to me. And mm-hmm. when I lost her, 
Um, I cannot imagine losing like a, like I don't know how I could sign myself up for like every 10 to 15 years losing something I love so much. Like I don't know if I can put myself through that again. Isn't it crazy when looking at all the Tucker coverage because man, if Tucker only knew how famous he was going to be yeah. this week, you know, uh, <laughs> um, so I was wild. thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about, um, just, you know, dogs and how it's just so unfair that they live for, you know, 15 years at the, the max, you know, that's, yeah. you know, the average max age pretty much. And yeah. it's just unfair. It's like, wouldn't it be amazing if they lived a human lifespan? I, I think we'd all love that, Ash. I think a lot of people <laughs> would, uh, well, uh, hey, Tucker, you're awesome. Sean, our thoughts are with you. Caitlin, great job reaching out to Sean during this time. Uh, next headline is Tyler Cameron just unfollowed Jed Wyatt following their Twitter beef. So basically, I wouldn't call it a huge Twitter beef. I think that is a headline trying to get some clicks. But Tyler Cameron did <laughs> tweet a lot last week during Listen to Your Heart. And I'll go through the tweets real quick. First, he said they should give Jed a producer credit because he's definitely the creative idea for this show. Um, okay, yeah, I, I could agree there a little bit. Um, another one is we've seen this whole we've seen how this whole look turns out already. Uh, he's referring to, you know, Trevor seeming like a cheater with like a girlfriend that he screwed over at home. And then he said, Jamie obviously didn't watch The Bachelorette and doesn't understand what comes with that jacket. Because <laughs> in this shot, Trevor is wearing a jacket that we have seen on Jed before, or at least the jacket very similar to it. So, you know, wow. he's busting his chops for sure. He obviously isn't a close friend of Jed's. And then Jed responds, which is where they allude to the beef with that Zach Galifianakis in the middle of the woods, turning around slowly and nodding gif. Uh, so it's kind of like, yes, I see you. It's like, I get it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. First off, how does Tyler remember the jacket that Jed was wearing? Well, I mean, he was on a season with him, and he did wear a jacket like this a lot. Come on, you don't think about Nick and his jean jacket? Nick always wore his jean oh, jacket. Oh, that's a good point. I do. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Actually, you're right. No, you're right. Um, well, uh, so it's not like a beef as much as just like a, hey, they're not friends, or like it doesn't seem like they're going to be hanging out anytime soon. Yeah, and then Tyler unfollowed him on Instagram, and then Jed went and did the same. It's like, Gross. okay. Seems yeah. like a healthy breakup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feels good. Uh, final headline of uh, the week is Hannah Brown says she's – or actually, no, sorry. Oh, there's two more. There's and two more. And they're both more. about Hannah. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Bachelor fans are legit Venmoing Tyler Cameron money to buy Hannah Brown an engagement ring. Oh, Where were you Lord. at about a month ago, Bachelor Nation? Come on now. I could have used <laughs> oh that. Yeah. You guys, stop Venmoing Tyler, okay? I think he is set if you really wanted to buy Hannah an engagement ring. It's uh, really funny. There's a screenshot of all of the Venmos coming his way. One says, my generous contribution to Hannah Brown's engagement ring. I hope it's not too much. Get her something nice. Now, I don't see how much this girl sent over, but I'm a little bit alarmed. Um, somebody said, thank you for entertaining us during quarantine. Um, another says, a little something to add to the ring fund to get her something sparkly. 
And uh, another one says, I know engagement rings are expensive, so I thought I'd help you out for Miss Hannah Brown. Ashley, do you know where this is coming from? Like, did he put it on Instagram or something like, hey, you can Venmo me money? Or like, did this just come out of nowhere? No, this is coming out of nowhere. Now, I wonder if like a whole bunch of fans got together on a message board and said like, wouldn't it be funny if we started doing this? Because it would be bizarre if so many people independently came up with this idea. So wild. Well, good for Tyler. I guess he's got a little extra cash because he's not buying an engagement ring anytime soon because Hannah Brown says she's single after a month-long quarantine with Tyler Cameron. Well, and there's not much more to that article. She says that she would be thinking a couple of years ago that at the age of 25, she'd be married and planning to have kids right now, but that's not where she wants to be in life and that she's single, so there's nobody who could uh, make that child with her anyway. Okay, well, there we go. Hannah Brown's single. Tyler Cameron's getting, I guess now at this point, free money to his Venmo. And I mean, uh, I'm sure he's not collecting the money. He's probably sending it right back. And if not, you know, Tyler, it's a great uh, uh, chunk of money to just donate to anybody in need right now. That's right. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending 
$499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, guys, let's do a quick recap of this "Listen to Your Heart" episode. Starts out with eight men and eight women, so of course people need to walk in to, to mix things up. Chris Harrison walks in at the top of the show with a date card. And this goes to Jamie. Man, this girl is getting so much airtime. It says, grab your guitar, grab your guy, and go make some music. So, of course, she's bringing Trevor. As you guys know, if you listened to the episode last week, I strongly think she's making a mistake choosing Trevor over Ryan, but whatever is her prerogative. So Trevor and Jamie are walking to the Venice Boardwalk where they're going to be, you know, street performers. They choose to sing Girl Crush, which is a great song. Uh, She's nervous. Trevor's just so smooth. 
he lets her pick the songs, trying to get her comfortable, and um, they kind of crush it out when they're singing. But I, I, I still think that he has like the most mediocre voice ever. She sounds great, but he sounds like your average guy singing in a bar. You agree with me, Ben? Well, then how? Like, okay, yes, but okay. I. You agree? You don't have to say in that. I, I, I agree with you, but okay. here's the thing. I am the worst at judging musical talent. I I watch these voices and the uh, American Idols, and I and I I watch them and I listen to your heart, and I go, oh, that person's a great singer, and then they always get kicked off the show. Or hey, that person's a bad singer, and he they he or she wins the like contest. I don't know who's good and who's bad anymore <laughs> because I'm so bad. <laughs> Ashley, how does he get such praise from American Idol if he's not a, a I guess a good singer? I guess I don't remember. I mean, should we see how far he got on American Idol? I think we should. Yeah, let's look it up. Okay. Trevor. No, American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Listen to your heart. Um, he made it to the top 24, 25 of American Idol, which seems about right. Yeah. Okay. Because with American Idol, they're going to take into certain things in consideration. His personality, charm. Um, and then his appearance, like that sex appeal that he's got going on, that's definitely top 24 worthy. But then, at, you know, once the, the live shows start and it's up to the American vote, oftentimes guys like that, you're like, oh, they're a dime a dozen, flash in okay. the pan type thing. So that's when you start weeding them out. So I think that makes sense. Fair with enough. him being here on Listen to Your Heart and providing more of like the sex symbol character. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not all we know about Trevor, though. There's like these Bachelor-esque storylines going on behind the scenes of each one of these dates. There's a lot of what behind the scenes? Like Bachelor-esque storylines. Like all of a sudden we have a Trevor and Jamie on a date. They're singing. And now we find out that Trevor. Oh, totally. You know, has an ex back home that he supposedly did not treat uh, well. And now we have this storyline. For the first time during the season, we're starting to see that drama will actually happen on this show. Right. I don't think it'll ever get as dramatic as The Bachelor. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. like Bachelor Winter Games, where it was more relationship-focused. But I do think that with Natasha coming in, a 33-year-old from the East Coast who we're going to have later on in the show, who's looking for something serious, a husband or a baby daddy, we do see um, kind of like a drama bomb dropped, Right. That girl shows up and she's not somebody who could be overlooked. She is very commanding. And just her appearance sort of says drama's here. And I'm not saying, I'm not being judgy when I say that. That's just how she carries herself. Yeah. I mean, I think right when she walked in, I think the whole house went, oh, like this is either our, our best friend or like our, like I think the guys are like, I think we got to ask her. We'll have her on here late in the podcast. But, like, what was the take from the guys when she walked in? Or the, the people? Like, were they taken back? I, the I guys, think they were. I, yeah, I feel like the guys were like, whoa, um, powerhouse. Um, and mm-hmm. then somebody super womanly, right? And then the girls, I think, felt a little intimidated. She did become friendly with the girls, though, quickly yeah. when she started to say that, you know, um, Trevor has... She's friends with Trevor's ex. He didn't treat her right. And that she was standing up for Jamie. She definitely seemed like a girl who's looking out for the other girls. So I don't even think she was like, she wasn't trying to get with anyone's man. She's just kind of like a, a good girl's girl. I, I've been interested how quickly the contestants on this show 
have kind of uh, been in- interested in bringing up the drama. Like they're actually for being the first week of a show, whatever it is, like they're all mm-hmm. pretty engaged in each other's storylines and engaged in like discussing some really hard topics like somebody cheating, who's loving who, who's into who. And I'm into that person, too. Like drama has happened very quickly. Oh, 100 percent. They're very open with each other. And I'm thinking that maybe that's because there's a group of guys and girls together um, where we're used to that in paradise after we've already been kind of jaded to the process, the experience. And so we kind of know to look out for drama, but these people are very trusting of one another. Like they're like, Hey, I'm into him. It's like, Oh, I'm into him too. Whereas in paradise, I remember being asked, who are you into? And I was like, I'm not telling anyone because then people are going to go after him. And then like, I have to worry about other girls. Good point. Right. Yeah. All right. So anyway, back to Tra- Jamie and Trevor's date. They're on the Venice boardwalk and then they go into jacuzzi where Trevor opens up about his ex-girlfriend and why it didn't work out. He never mentions that he emotionally cheated on her after two and a half years, which is what's being talked about back at the house with Natasha. And we'll get more of that storyline later. So, so Ashley, yeah. I want to pause you there. Should yeah. he have brought it up? So I don't think it's right what he did. But I'm wondering if you're on a first date with somebody, is it expected within that first date that you tell them, hey, in the past, I've made a mistake? Yeah, probably not. not. It's a great question because I feel like on reality TV, you're totally villainized if you're not super honest up front. But you're right. That's not normal date conversation. And it doesn't necessarily mean that he wouldn't have come out with it eventually. Yeah, I mean, I think the problem lies in, we'll see it later on, we'll talk about it, but when Natasha confronts him, he starts to, you know, stutter and, and not have the clear words and he doesn't own up to it. But yeah, on a first date, like I'm not sharing that no. much about my like dating life. I'm just trying to get yeah. to know the person. Yeah, great, great point. So the next date we see is between Brie and Chris. And now I really feel like Brie and Chris have a strong relationship. They're really falling in love with each other and I'm buying it. However, felt this date was a little bit awkward. Um, They went to the Guitar Center on Sunset, which is a pretty big deal for musicians. And she talks about her past relationship, how it it was an engagement that ended a year ago. And it was so sad to hear how this guy broke up with her. She calls him and says, I found my wedding dress while shopping for a wedding dress with her mom. Like, I found the one. And he says, don't buy the dress. It was heart-wrenching. Yeah. It just hurts. Like, I am in a position right now that can relate. That would hurt, right, Ash? Like, that yes. would be the worst possible timing. Oh, the worst. So she confides in Chris, confides in Chris about all that. And then she talks about how she feels like she has difficulty expressing her emotions when she's not doing it in song. So they kind of like sing to each other, sing speak about how they're feeling about each other. And I think that was a little cringy. I know uh, producer Tori has some thoughts about this. Tori, you want to jump in and and tell us? Mm Mm-hmm for chris and brie man yeah can we just talk about their riff that they created their own song where i was like saying yeah yeah they were like speak then you give me the rose and he was like i say yes 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 and it was all over the place 
it was so awkward. And then like two seconds or two seconds after she goes, I'm falling in love with you. Okay, so I bought that they were falling in love with each other. I think that's totally fine. I just felt like the sing-songy back and forth trying to express what they've been through together so far in song lyrics, like rifting, was just awky. I think it was all a little bit too much for me on my end because I was like, ooh, if we're trying to figure out if musical connection is important, I don't feel that connection from them. But then now they're (laughs) saying they're falling in love with each other. So here's a scenario for later on in the season. What if they have amazing chemistry romantically, but they don't have any musical chemistry? How does mm. that how does that work? I completely agree. Progressing. I completely agree. I don't understand how it's supposed to work. Because I hasn't been explained I, yet. Yeah, like I don't no. know if I'm supposed to be okay with them not singing well together and just feeling that's cute and endearing. Or if that's because all these people are saying, I've never had anybody write a song about me and I've never had um, somebody sing a song with me and feel that connection. So I'm like, am I supposed to feel a connection every time you guys sing? Or is it okay that I don't and you guys are in love with each other? I don't know. I, I just don't know where my heart is right now on that. Yeah. Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I told Ryan this last week. Anytime. I mean, there's been one moment. One moment. Other than, okay, let's actually take that moment out. I really felt something when Lady Gaga and uh, um, oh Bradley Cooper Bradley Cooper performed together. Like I felt something deep in my heart there. As did we everybody. But there's very few. Let me preface it with this: very few moments in my life where two people have sat down across from each other and they've sang a song to each other, and I felt anything in that moment other than like, oh, this feels like I shouldn't be watching. This feels super awkward, and I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's because I don't have any musical talent. But I could never do that myself. Yeah, I have to say, like, there's a vulnerability to singing to each other that may go beyond anything that Ben and I could comprehend. Oh, I don't get it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to date number three. Sheridan, who I think is just the sweetest, chooses to go public with Julia. Um, they go to the iHeartRadio station. They go to our station. <laughs> They're on Valentine in the morning, and they perform Bones by Bar- Maren Morris. Now, I liked this performance because I think it just showed off Julia's talent. Like, wow, she has an amazing voice. Sheridan, I don't think it expressed how good he could be because it seemed like he didn't know the lyrics to the song, mm-hmm. and he kept looking down at a piece of paper, so he couldn't quite belt it. Yeah, I mean he's he's a nice dude. He cares about her a lot, right? Yeah. Um, I uh, again, I, I mean, first off, really cool to see iHeart uh, represented. Yeah. There, there you go, iHeart. Uh, that was um the little studio that we had my Crate and Barrel wondered. Bachelor. Yeah. I wondered. Yeah, because because I remember because he said like so many iconic artists have been on the stage. And I was like, well, of course, Ashley Eddie's been there. Um, <laughs> Stop. But the he seems like a nice dude. I mean, again, Ashley, I. I I'm enjoying some of the show. Like, I'm enjoying these storylines. I don't connect in these musical parts. Like, I I think it's a lot to do with me and me not having any musical talent. (laughs) But it doesn't, like, pull at my heart as much as, like, a conversation about life does. And I could be crazy there. But I'm not connecting. Like, even when they're singing, I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, she's really good. And he doesn't know the words. Great. Like, I want to hear him talk. Interesting. I enjoy the musical numbers. That's fair. I mean, I, okay. maybe this is just me. 
I uh, I just don't I I think a lot of it is to do I have I've I cannot relate at all with any musical talent. Okay. All right. Let's get. It. Well, well, I understand. I understand. Um, back at home, Matt and Rudy. Very funny dynamic between these two. Last week she chewed him out. This week she comes to him, apologizes for freaking out that she feels bad about how she handled the last rose ceremony cocktail party, and then they end up making out again. And she is so freaking funny. She is so unfiltered. She. Uh, does not care what people think about her and uh, she's all over the place emotionally but i kind of love the two of them together and then the the fourth date damn there are four dates out of the house this week is savannah she picks brandon who is a hot commodity in the house mel is really into him as well as julia the two of them savannah and brandon go to a jazz bar i felt this date was forgettable and I don't really feel anything between them other than maybe a physical attraction. Um, then Sheridan and Julia are back at the house. Julia is very honest to Sheridan that she's um, kind of torn between him and Brandon. And then, you know, Brandon gets kissed by everyone at the pre-rose you know, pre ceremony cocktail party. And he ends up giving his rose to Savannah. And Julia's upset, but she, of course, gets her rose by Sheridan. And she thinks that, you know, Brandon and her are just completely kaput. But Brandon whispers to her something, saying that, that they can now have time to explore what's going on between them further. Which, which leaves her very confused. Ashley, we actually have a clip of this. You want to play it? Yeah, roll it. When Brandon chose Savannah, I thought, okay, got it, duly noted. And then Brandon hugged me and said, like, you're still here and we can still figure this out. You just chose Savannah literally two minutes ago and you still want to figure things out with me? So we're back to square one. To the best days of our lives and the worst nights of our lives, they're all part of life and we're still alive. In summation, the rose ceremony roses go as follows. Chris obviously gives it to Brie after their awkward but loving date. Trevor chooses Jamie and their drama seems to be subsided for the moment. Matt chooses Rudy and all of that craziness. Ryan chooses Natasha, which was probably the most one of the more shocking roses. Danny chooses Becca. We know nothing about them still. Brandon chooses Savannah. Gabe chooses Ruby. We also don't know much about those two. And then Sheridan chooses Julia, who um, he's hopelessly in love with, but she is not necessarily reciprocating the feelings. That is uh, the second week episode of The uh, Bachelor. Listen to your heart. Ashley... We did it last week. We'll do it this week. You're rating now on the whole entirety of the show, A to F. What are you giving it? Um, I mean, I'll give it a B. This week's a B. Last week was a B plus. I'm dropping to a B minus. Now, I'm intrigued still. I will be tuning in. I will be excited to talk about it and share it. But I'm hoping next week we're just gripped. Like, we're ready for the, the, the next couple episodes. Well, those are live performances, so you may be able to... Re- 
relate even less. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, oh, dang it. Well, hey, Ashley, we do have Natasha uh, from this week's episode of Listen to Your Heart coming on the Almost Famous podcast here in just a second. Before she does, let's take a break. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just speak to you with a powerful clean and refreshing scent clorox sentiva cleans like clorox and feels like confidence get yours now at a retail store near you ashley is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for the bachelor i mean you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it where did you hear that rumor ben oh smart money happy hour it's a podcast where two money experts Rachel Cruz and George Camel talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending... $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. 
plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hi everyone, this is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. We're back with Natasha from Listen to Your Heart. Natasha, welcome to the Almost Famous podcast. Hi, hi! I'm so excited to be here, you guys. I'm a big fan of this podcast. That's so sweet. Thank you, Natasha. So you're a pop singer from New York City, and you come into the episode today as a big splash. We saw a teaser of your entrance last week, so we knew that you were going to come in and call out Trevor for being a cheater. Can you tell us a little bit more about your friendship with his ex, Sierra, and um, what exactly she always alluded to him doing wrong in the relationship? I mean, it wasn't like she was alluding really to anything, you know, as girlfriends, we, you know, you chat about things and, you know, I was seeing her on Instagram, like crying all the time or saying this like, girl, what happened? What's going on? She's like, he's been cheating on me. He's been lying to me. I've been deceived this whole time. I mean, they were dating two and a half years. So it wasn't like a fling that didn't work out. This was a full on relationship. They were living together. She was supporting him. They were living together. Emotionally, financially, she was supporting him. Like she really helped his career. She helped push him for American Idol. Like this was a real thing. This wasn't just like a, okay, we're dating and he's being silly, you know? And she's a woman who's, she's a smart girl. She has a business, you know, she's, she's not just some like silly girl who couldn't tell the difference. You know, he is just so good at what he does. He's just, and I could see it, you know, even on the show, on the first episode, I was like, he's just so good. You know, he's like a master manipulator and he gets them right where he wants them. And it's just tough to see, man. Observing his behavior, I am like, oh man, (laughs) we're seeing a lot of Jed in him. 
Um, he definitely comes across maybe too smooth. You know, he's a mu- musician with a guitar who's got a great face who could probably pick up a ton of girls. I mean, Katy Perry exactly. even talked about him being hot. And I, it seems as if he's pl- – it, he just comes across that way. You know, a lot of guys are really great guys and they still come across too smooth and you kind of need to like, you're like, oh, where's your flaw? Where's your flaw, right? It's like Tyler Cameron's a great example. So many people are like, okay, when are we going to see Tyler's flaw? I mean, we haven't really seen it. Um, never will. <laughs> so do you think that Trevor, Trevor, you know, in this episode goes up to Jamie and, and he's like, look, I did emotionally cheat and it's because of you that he ended up having to tell her that so early on. I mean, do don't you, you think, think it's great that men have to be like co coherent into actually telling the truth to the girl they're dating? Like for me, that just sounds so crazy. If you're starting a relationship, aren't there like certain, I mean, there's a basis of how you want it to start, right? Integrity, respect, communication, honesty these are all things that you look for especially on a dating show like we're here to find our one we're here to find the one like why are we starting off things being like shady like that for me just doesn't you know and this is not like like had i not shown up on the show at all this would have still come out it's not like i'm the only one who knows the secret it's all over the internet it's all over everything and this is not just a singular girl it's not just my girlfriend who i care for deeply it's more it's there are tons of girls and it's all over you know it's all online so it would have come out anyway. And it's just something that because I was there and because I knew it before Jamie knew it, basically, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like it was my duty to really tell her the truth. And then with that information, she can do what she will with it. But it's like, if you know that someone you care for was so hurt by someone, like, wouldn't you want to prevent that from happening to the next girl? You know, we were all 21 at one point where we didn't maybe see things the way we do now. You know, there's so many red flags you're not able to see when you're younger. I've, I'm sure I've done that plenty, you know, but at, at the age I think that we're at now, we're smarter, we're better, we're, we're realizing like who is really here for us or who's here just for themselves. So, you know, I just felt like it was the right thing to do. There, I, I would have hated myself had I stayed quiet throughout the whole show and then later on been like, hey, so guess what? You know, there's this thing, maybe you should know. It's too, I, 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 Someone did that to me, I'd be like, why didn't you tell me sooner? This would have helped me in so many different ways. You know, I just feel like the person needs to know the truth. And then with that truth, they can make their decisions based on that. And I would completely support and respect whatever that decision would be. My mom was saying like, Oh, she's 33. Like you can tell her confidence. Yeah. I mean, it comes with age, you know, like I think every, every time you go in a relationship or you go, I've had my heart broken so many times. I've been upset. I've been lied to. I've been cheated. There's like, there's just so many things you start to realize as you go on in your relationships where you're like, you know what, I'm not going to put up with this. And you're going to be held accountable for the shitty things you've done and said, or have been. And like, everyone's made mistakes. You know, I'm not saying like, how dare he's made this terrible mistake. What I don't like is not owning up to your mistakes and not trying to be better after those mistakes have been done. You know, that's what bothers me. Instead of like, I confront him and the first thing he says is, no, 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 I didn't cheat. Or no, 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 okay, maybe a little. Okay, yeah, well, I emotionally cheated. Well, I did it's like, dude, I know what happened. <laughs> You're like telling me as if I don't know what's up, you know? And I'm very like East Coast about that. It's like, if I, if I say it, it's like, it's because yeah. I mean it. I'm not yeah. beating around the bush about stuff. It's like, come on, dude. Just own up to it. Be a man about it. And I can respect you for it. But the fact what that I... he didn't is what yeah. I'm like, mm, now I still just can't get with you because, I mean, mentally get with you <laughs> because, you know, it's just not adding up. And that it's not cool. 
what I did like is the fact that you you called him out for it. You had the conversation. He went to have the conversation with Jamie, and then you didn't really bring it up again. Then you're like, okay, well, now it's like your thing to deal with. Yeah. Well, that's the point. Like, I, that's not my goal going into this. I came into the house really excited and a little nervous. You know, I'm the new girl in school. I don't know what to expect when I get there. I'm like, okay, everyone's had a couple days. They've all gotten to know each other. I'm like the last one to find out everything. I don't know what's been going on. A rose ceremony happened. I got so out of the loop and everyone's getting to know each other. And I'm really behind and getting to know, you know, mm-hmm. who these guys are and building connections and relationships. So that my focus was definitely not Trevor. It was kind of like, okay, let me do what's right. Let me do what I would want a girlfriend to do for me, you know, defend her and really make it obvious like, okay, this person needs to just be aware of what's going on in her relationship. And then all, you know, power to you. If that's, you decide to continue with it. I respect it. Everyone needs to go on their own journey and have their own path. And I'm not like, who am I to stop that? You know? Did you know? As long as they have the info that they need, I can move on doing whatever it is I'm there for, which is to find someone and to make a connection. And, um, I, uh, yeah, that's just, my my mission is totally different. Natasha, you know? did you know that Trevor or any of the other castmates were going to be there before you walked into the house? Um, you mean like specific people who I knew was going to be in the house? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I had no clue who anybody was. I walked in the front door very excited and very nervous. But I found out that day when we were all kind of chatting and they were they were talking about like who's not there and just the name, like something had come to me. I was like, no, this couldn't be. Like, I mean, I don't know that many Trevors who are like, guitar player musicians in LA you know there's not like a trillion of them and I you know just for fun I was like this isn't the American Idol Trevor wait there might there might be a trillion of them (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's why I'm glad Ben asked that because I was a little curious I was like with just the fact that he was on a a singing show and he lived in LA and his name was Trevor you were able to deduct that he was the Trevor from American Idol and I was like she must have been you know know. other Trevor and I've been like okay but like, what are the odds? It's just as crazy to me. It's like, what are the odds that I know? I thought I was going to know like a potential musician there because obviously, you know, the music world in LA, New York is kind of small. And I was like, oh, maybe it could be someone that I've worked with before or someone, you know, I played with or a bandmate or something from some gig. Um, but it was, yeah. What was your thoughts then? What are the odds? I mean, if you didn't know and you start hearing his name and he walks through the door after the date and it's time for you to confront him, what were your thoughts in that moment? I was just thinking about my girlfriend, really, you know, like, what would I, what would I want her to feel? How would I feel like I would be doing her right? You know? Um, And also just the fact that I'm like shocked that he's even there in the first place. Like, this isn't a dude that just made one mistake with one girlfriend. Like, this is a serial issue that he's been having. And clearly, I didn't even know half of it until, you know, filming was over until I found out all these other things. So I'm like, oh my God. Uh, let us know the other things. It's been a serial issue. And oh, has yeah. he physically cheated before? Does he always emotionally cheat? You got to let us in. <laughs> I mean, you don't don't take it from me. You just Google it. You know, there are tons of girls that are coming We want out it right from now. you, though, here, Natasha. We want it from you. <laughs> I mean, I can only say what I've been told and what people have been coming to me saying. It's more like there have been girls that he's been with for a few months, and then they feel like they're in a relationship with him. And then one girl was like, yeah, you know, um, he was being a little funny. He's like, yeah, I'm going on a business trip. I'll see you in a couple of days. And then she finds out he's on vacation with another girl, like in oh, wow. the middle of this relationship. So Very it's just crazy. to me. 
yeah, it's just very crazy to me how people can say, yeah, I'm ready to find the one like a couple weeks later after pulling something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it just doesn't sound it's like, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. Well, we can watched you-, you in this episode and actually I'm going to uh, just ask this because uh, for you. Um, but what's it like kissing Ryan? Ryan. <laughs> I'm Actually, a fangirl about Ryan. That's why he, he says it like that. Who doesn't? He's adorable. He's adorable. You know, he goes in um hard on, on the tongue. I don't know if, oh. what you guys thought because, you know, I don't oh, know really? what kind of visual that was. Hmm, not my style, but, uh, but okay. But, you know, it's got a, it's a, it's a flow. The good thing is, is that it was instant connection, I think, between the two of us. It, uh, when we first got to talk and have some more intimate moments and our first kiss was really nice there was chemistry i felt it there was just something different about him between me and him than there was with a lot of the other guys in the in the house were you talking up until the rose ceremony because we really only see you and ryan connect during the uh pre-rose ceremony cocktail party and then all of a sudden you're making out hardcore and i'm just it was that was there a build-up to that yeah, yeah. I'm not a crazy hoe, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, de- definitely. It was a little tough in the beginning, you know, because I get there and then a lot of, like, half the guys are terrified. They're like, oh, God, what is this girl? Like, starting to talk, you know, to people about our beloved Trevor. And then and it was hard to kind of start. So I was talking to a few boys, you know. I was trying to get to know everybody and – um everyone was just so sweet and lovely and and it it took me and ryan like a little bit but then we had a few moments we had a few moments by the fire pit we started talking and he just made me feel so at ease and so relaxed and very myself and comfortable and you know i loved i loved his energy you know he was very relaxed and there was like a quiet confidence about him that i was attracted to and um yeah I, i i felt like it was mutual Say his name without smiling. <laughs> this is my mom's test. Now you're asking me for crazy things. Oh, see? She can't do it. She mm-hmm. still smiles when she says the name Ryan, guys. In the, in the, in, in the scenes for, for the next episode, we see Ryan up on stage with a girl with a long brunette ponytail do you have a different color hair that you debut next week? Because I'm a little bit confused. Okay, so when you put your hair in a certain way, it, it gets darker. Okay. Her <laughs> underbottom is darker, guys. Um, I have a lot of different highlights in my hair, and I might have used a little fun extension ponytail to make okay. it more dramatic. Okay, so it is you with him on stage. But I am week. naturally, you know, brunette, so I'm, yeah. I am a Latina under there. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, Ben, do you have anything else for Natasha? Natasha, after uh, watching episode one and knowing uh, that you're coming on episode two, uh, what were your feelings uh, like now as you watch this week? Um, it's just it's nerve wracking because, you you know, you guys have to really pay attention to what's coming up next because there's so many different dimensions to the show. I know you guys obviously know the ins and outs of how it's done, but I feel like this specific show is so unlike any other bachelor show because the contestants are like different levels of, of intense, you know, like the creativity I think that musicians have naturally just brings every emotion to like another level. You know, if we're sad, we're like, we're like down there. If we're happy, we're going crazy. It's like, you know, we're overly passionate in every direction of emotion. So I think 
it's just going to be crazy to see what happens next. So I've been kind of on that roller coaster as well. I'm like, oh God, I don't know what's to come um, and how things are going to go down. Because, you know, when you live them, sometimes it's not always the way you see them. So I don't know. I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm happy with how, you know, how things have been going so far. And um, let's hope it keeps going that way. Okay. Well, Natasha, <laughs> you've been awesome. Final question for me. Would you rather date a country singer or a pop singer? <laughs> you know, it's hard because country boys are real good boys. You know, they love, uh, they love their family. They're, they're, I, they can write a mean love song. You know, I, I love that about country boys. I was actually excited to have, you know, to have maybe like a lot of country boys going on in the house, but it seems like a lot of us are more pop focused um, I'm a pop girl. So yeah, what, you know, country music's fun. I like, I like to mix stuff up and be different, but you know, pop's where my heart's at. And I need to ask you to tease a little bit more of what's to come on listen to your heart. Are there any couples that seem so strong right now that we're going to see break apart? And are there any people in the house that are going to form a relationship like we never imagined? Oh my goodness. That's a good question. To be honest, things happen that you would not expect at all. Things happen that I did not expect at all. I think things happen that the people that were in it didn't expect it to happen at all. It was literally one of the craziest things, seeing things go from like full 180s consistently. And that's what's so cool about this is that you really don't know what's coming next until you watch because it's crazy. Sounds, it like, crazy. sounds like The Bachelorette and Bachelor. Natasha, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks for answering <laughs> our questions. Uh, we, we, uh, we look forward to watching your journey along the way. Uh, remember everybody listen to your heart, uh, airs Monday nights on ABC. Natasha, thank you so much. Bye. Ben, thank you. Thank you. And Ben, congratulations on your engagement. Oh, thank you. Very exciting. I'm pumped. Thanks so much. Thanks guys. So what keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just 
can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
Ben, there's one thing I didn't talk to Natasha about that I was thinking about. So, um, can you believe that house? Like no. that bachelor house is unreal. It's like a, it's like a Saudi Arabian prince house. It's insane. Do you think there's any chance that this will become the bachelor mansion? I kind of do, and it kind of makes me sad because I have so much nostalgia and memories watching the show back watching you know the house but this house just seems so much more equipped for the show it looks a lot bigger right so much bigger i mean the bachelor mansion of course is a nice big house but you know with 30 or 24 people in it plus it It gets tight it's tight and then that house looks like oh yeah you could sleep 30 people in there yeah that house looks huge you're right ash i look at the house and it is insane i mean i think anybody watching it's not only beautiful Beautiful. but it is it is uh it is well done and really good uh for the show i mean you got to think about it they have a rose ceremony and then there's a whole separate room that they can all hang out in and wait for people to walk down the hallway and it's a hallway is huge so yeah. I, wild yeah you're right now i i'm not going to be surprised if that becomes bachelor mansion number one which would be it would be sad i don't know if i'd like that i wonder if it's somebody else's house or i'm sure it's somebody else's house that's not just like for shoots because i'm, I'm wondering if marshall would be kind of happy that he wouldn't have to move in and out so many times throughout the year i think marshall's been uh taken care of over the years i think he's <laughs> i think he i think he has a house up there for a reason also that is not uh it, some opinions came out there thinking that that was uh, Chris Harrison's house that they're now in. That is not Chris Harrison's house. <laughs> no. um, it's not his. Like We can promise that. A Bachelor Nation, uh, it wouldn't be uh, an off-season without one of our favorite guests. And one of our favorite guests is always Kendall Long. Kendall, welcome back to the Almost Famous Podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Hello. <laughs> Before we got you on the phone, we were talking about how you call your sister your soulmate and then like you're just looking for a guy to be like a lover companion like what would you call like the guy that you're looking for in your life um i I probably just like a side like not a sidekick but you know like a companion (laughs) companion well someone that would kind of be my be my strengths when i feel weak gotcha and i know i've heard you say this before but not until I was talking to Ben about it was I thinking, yeah, you know what? I think my sister is my soulmate too. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I, I think mainly with my sister and I were kind of like puzzle pieces mm-hmm. because we've grown up super close our entire lives. We've learned to adapt to each other's ways. And um, like she's strong where I'm weak and I'm weak, where, you know, so we kind of go back and forth like that. So that's kind of the best way I describe it with her. Have you always you felt are- this way? Like, I want to ask both of you. I mean, Ashley, I know this, yeah, like kind of like a, a realization, but Kendall, even when you've been in relationships in the past, like romantic relationships, have you still felt like your sister is that, that missing puzzle piece? Um, I mean, I, I think she's probably there as like my best friend. When it comes to a romantic relationship, that fulfills like a whole different side mm-hmm. of what I'm looking for in somebody. Um. But she's, I, I think in a way, I feel like I don't feel pressured to have to find s- someone like that because I have such a strong family and I have such a strong, like, home base that I don't necessarily feel the pressure for that. Mm. 
I get the it. question. Yeah, yeah when I'm when I'm with Jared and Lauren together, then I'm like, I have my whole crew here. I am I got everything right here. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they have to get along with this, this my sister. That's super important. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Are you uh speaking of that, uh are are you dating at all these days? Is there anybody in your life? Uh no. Yeah. I mean I feel like social distancing helps with with not dating right now. Um, but no, I'm not on any dating apps or anything. I feel like I'm just focusing on like me and my family and friends. And um, that doesn't include a guy right now. Not that I'm opposed to it. I guess it's just not my number one priority. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, I guess for the audience, how long has it been since you and Joe broke up? I think it's been ever since June. Wait, um, January. I'm sorry. You're right. January. I was going to well, say that was uh, the quickest year of my life. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> June right by. Yeah. Uh, January, yeah, so like probably four to five months, I would say. And during one of the months, we were like living together while we were broken up. So, um, yeah, it's been a significant amount of time, which is interesting. It's weird how fast time goes. How's your heart and how often are you talking to Joe? I don't, I talk kind of, not a lot, but we talk a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's difficult once you feel like you see that future with somebody for me, and I'm sure for him in a lot of ways too, we thought we were going to get engaged um, and we are going to spend the rest of our lives together. So um, yeah, I, I feel like we still kind of depend on each other for a lot of emotional support in that way and we're still friends we didn't break up for any kind of reason besides wanting to be in different places in the future so um yeah we, there's still a lot of love there the uh for any of our listeners out there who have been through a breakup and you know i i don't know now they sit in a time of isolation they're not dating any advice for them um i feel like there's ways to still find like human connection and I find that the, the people that, I have, that I'm in relationships already, with already, like my friends and family, those relationships are growing so much stronger because of this. So I've been focusing more on that and making sure that people are okay in my life. And kind of like, I'm kind of more of like a, how do I describe it? Like, I feel like, a, not like a mom, but I, I feel like I like to cater to people and make sure they're okay. So I, for me, that helps a lot to have that and then getting that back from them. But Dating wise, it's like you're dating long distance right now, right. unless you're quarantined together. You know, I've heard stories of people actually being quarantined with someone that they just met like in two for like two weeks, and they're um, dating. So that's that's absolutely crazy. I mean, for for me, quarantine has been interesting because Jessica and I didn't get to spend a lot of time together, and now we do. Um, but I do think there's been really creative ways that people have been connecting and talking and sharing their lives with each other. Uh, Kendall, you've always been an intentional person. You've always been curious and you've always found intrigue in others. Uh, what have you been up to during this time of isolation? Um, right. I mean, I've been focusing a lot of time with my family. My family's pretty close by in Oxnard. So I've been seeing them a lot. Um, and I've been writing, um, doing a lot of writing. I'm doing this question book thing and it's been really fun to do that working on the podcast uh pistachio has been absolutely crazy my little dog so i've been uh yeah hanging out with him a lot um reading i've been reading so much 
So I, I feel like I'm just taking time to like invest in things that I'm passionate about. I'm cooking a lot of pasta. <laughs> I've been cooking so much pasta every other day, pasta dish. It's like the only thing I know how to make well. And yeah. plus, I mean, it's the best food in the entire world. Kendall, I feel like you and I are kind of the same. I feel like we're kind of two people that don't really ever get bored. Have you felt bored? No, but my, I think I owe that to my mom a lot. It used to put us alone in a crib with like one toy and we'd have to entertain ourselves. I think she made it a point to feel like you don't have to be overly stimulated by a bunch of stuff to find happiness, to find happiness with like simple things in life. So um, who I give credit to for that. My mom always says, people who get bored are boring. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's so much, you can like do art projects. I've painted a lot and I attempted a puzzle, but I don't know. I, I can't get into, I don't know why. <laughs> I I, awesome. I think it's an amazing characteristic for you guys not to get bored. I, I as an only child, I feel like I was kind of gifted with the ability that I can never get bored. I have to entertain myself, or I'm going to be yeah. the, the most like. And so here here's a good rebuttal. Sometimes I get called boring, but if you're right that boring people uh, boring people get bored, well, I don't get bored. So good, you're not boring. My, that's my proof. Uh, Kendall, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. Uh, we're wishing the best. Before we go, uh, you are our host this week on What's Cooking, Batch Nation. What's Cooking, Batch Nation? Kendall, you have a recipe that you want to tell our almost famous listeners all about. Yes. So something that I've been making a lot is uh, vegan uh, like macaroni and cheese. So I've been experimenting a lot with pasta. So I make pasta with um, two cups double zero flour, um, two tablespoons of water. Double zero of flour is the key. You have to use that for pasta. And so it makes it kind of, I think it just makes it really, I don't know, a lot more. You can like help build the gluten in it a lot more. Um, oh, and so I, you, yeah, the gluten, you don't get any sort of reaction. I'm all about gluten. <laughs> no, it's, it's, oh yeah. But like the Durham wheat, which is the zero zero just makes you digest it so much easier in my personal opinion. Yeah. That's yeah. I feel like I, I, I do that because I went to like this one Italian shop and they said, yep. you have to use the double zero flour. So that's what I always get whenever I make yep. pasta. And then I put three egg yolks in an egg. And then you create like a little nest of um, flour with a pinch of salt. And then you put the eggs in water and uh, olive oil inside the middle and you whisk it around and create a dough. And you knead that for like five or six minutes. And then I push it through like a pasta machine. Mm -hmm. um, and then you put it in water. And then when I make the vegan sauce, I do half a pumpkin. <laughs> um, and then I do nutritional yeast. Um, Nutritional yeast, uh, smoked paprika, salt, um, olive oil, and then an onion. And I put it in a food processor. And then it's vegan cheese. It actually tastes kind of like lobster bisque. Really? It's weird. Yeah, it's really good. Where does the wow. lobster wait? Where where does the lobster bisque come from? Where does that flavor come out? <laughs> Last time I made it, it tastes like that. I think it's because the olive oil mixed with pumpkin kind of tastes lobstery. It's really weird. Interesting. Uh, my it's friend like an orange cream off. sauce. Uh, yeah. How long does this cook uh, take to make? Um, I would say the pasta is pretty quick, but you just let it sit for 30 minutes. So it's like you want to prep it before and then after 30 minutes of waiting, then you push it through. And then the sauce itself, you just have to, probably half a pumpkin, you probably have to bake it for like 45 minutes and you just have to puree everything. That's cool. Not bad. 
That's awesome. Garlic. Don't forget garlic. Uh, we oh. won't. More no. garlic, the better. It's 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 good to keep people at a social distance right now. Um, <laughs> hey, Kendall, thanks again. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll talk to you again very soon. Uh, and, uh, and we do truly wish you the best. You guys, too. And congratulations, by the way, on your engagement, Ben. Thanks, Kendall. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, Ashley, uh, I've got to get going. My... Mm-hmm. Uh, my family tonight, uh, I don't know what it's going to be, um, but they, uh, we, we drove up here, I'm not kidding you, nonstop um, to be with my dad for his birthday. And uh, uh, my parents then in return, because they, they hadn't been able to celebrate Jessica and I, they asked if tonight they could do us a date night. So I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm locked upstairs right now in a room. And I know my mom and dad are downstairs setting up the, the, the bottom floor. And also they are preparing to be... Uh, to cook us dinner, to serve us, and to uh, make us have a date night, and they want to—they're your waiters and waitress. A yes, hundred, I guess. I don't know yet. I, it's all surprise, but Jessica has to be in my room, locked in, and I have to be upstairs, and we can't go downstairs until date oh. night's ready. So I've got to get going. That's adorable. Okay, have fun. I'm jealous. That is a so cute. I'm right. super pumped. It's. Really I great. know I'm squealing, and I should probably <laughs> stop. I love right, it. Well, this has hey. been the Almost Famous Podcast. It sure I've been has. Ashley. And I've been Ben. We'll talk later. <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.